right, welcome to Dating for the 50 Plus Crowd. This is episode four. I'm your host, David Kiley, and my co-host is here, Adrian Lenhoff. Hello, Adrian. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. And um, this episode we've titled The X Factor. Not the X-Files, but the X-Factor. And it sounds a little mysterious, but um, it's actually uh, a phrase that I've used for a long time when you're, when you're dating people and, and uh, what it is you're looking for. And so what I, I tell people is, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the X factor. And so how do I define that? Well, to me, it's the knowledge and the feeling that this person is the person that you want to share your time with, that you want to go to bed with, that you want to wake up with, that you want to go on a trip with, that you want to introduce your family to, that you want to introduce your best friends to, uh, you want to get a gift for them just because, no occasion. Um, you know, some people, th this is a phrase that, uh, uh, there's another phrase that I think is more common in our age group, Adrian, because I don't know about you, but I, I struggle a little bit when I'm dating somebody and introducing them how to introduce them, right? So like, um, so if you and I were dating, right, I would, and let's say we've been dating for a few months. Now we're both in our fifties. So how would you feel like if I introduced you as this is my girlfriend, Adrian, or this is, this is my friend, Adrian, like, is that, is, is there a difference? Is that important to you? Not, it, it depends on who you're being introduced to. So okay. let's say, you know, let's say it's a friend, let's say they're friends of friends of mine. And the only reason I'm raising this question in this context of the X factor is I feel a little funny being at my age and introducing somebody as my girlfriend. It feels a little high school to me. Um, so I kind of feel like if I introduce you as my friend, this is my friend Adrian and we're together and we're out somewhere, then like, I feel like that's enough. They probably know we're, we're dating. I have also had somebody introduce someone to me as their person, which I feel like is a funny way to introduce somebody to somebody else. I think it's okay to refer to one another as you're my person. Like Adrian, you're my, you're my person. You're the one that I call when I'm in trouble or when I'm happiest. And you're, you're my first call and my first text. That's my person. Okay. Yeah. So, so let me, let me give you, give you a couple, a couple examples that potentially, you know, it could be a red flag. It could be, you know, it could be a red flag. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I was asking who you're introducing the person to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, you know, you've been dating this person for, you know, for several months and you're excited about this person and you want to introduce them to your friends, things like that, you know, um, you've, you've probably for, for those people talked about, you know, that you're dating the person, mm -hmm. etc. So I think, you know, um, this is my friend, this is my girlfriend, or this is my boyfriend, this is my friend, 
this is my, you know, mm-hmm. companion, you know, those are all fine. Now, now where there's a red flag, for example, or things like that is when you're out with somebody and you're starting that relationship and the phone rings and, you know, with smartphones these days and big screens, you know, for those of us over 50 who, you know, are starting to have some eyesight issues, um, you know, you catch that the person calling is a member of the opposite sex or something like that, Um, or, or you're running into, you run into a chance meeting of somebody of the opposite sex that, you know, your, your person that you're dating feels obligated. They have to introduce you to, Mm -hmm. if they, you know, if they say, Oh, I'm at a friend's right now, or, (laughs) <laughs> this is a, this is my friend. This is my friend, Adrian, or something like that. You know, the other side of it is, you know, are they trying to leave their options open? Yeah. You okay. know, so that's yeah. how it could be perceived too. You know, I, just saying, you know, it's, it's not so much the label, it's how the label is being used and in what context, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for, for a lot of women, especially, you know, ones who have thinner skin about certain things, um, you know, referring to somebody as a friend. I mean, now the other side of it is referring to them as a friend in some situations as a girlfriend and other situations, Mm -hmm. whereas a friend in some and a boyfriend in the other, you know, yeah, it, it's funny, and, and to, you mentioned being thin-skinned, which I immediately thought to, last fall I was dating someone, and we went to this uh, event, um, and I, it, a, fr- a friend of mine was working at this event and actually got us some uh, discounted tickets. And as, as this woman I was dating, and I went through, and, and we made contact with her, I said, I said, oh, this is, this is my friend, Diana. And, uh, um, and it turned out that she spent all the time at this event. And as we left, seeding that I had introduced her as my friend and not my girlfriend. And I'm like, I explained to her, I'm like, uh, I'm in, you know, at my age and you're, it's like girlfriend just sounds like, high school or, you know, college to me. It's like, uh, it's, I, I think she absolutely knew what our status was. If I was introducing you to a, like a close friend who I had been, I might say, this is Adrian, I, you know, I've told, you know, and, and my, my uh, friend probably would say, oh, I've heard so much about you, you know, and so right. that's all good. But if you're, if you're out and you happen to run into somebody that you know, and you're having, and there's like a, an exchange of chit chat, right? And 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 you say, "Oh, excuse me, this is you know, Charles. This is this is my uh, my friend Adrian," and and I can't. It's it's like in the moment, right? It's different in the moment and who it's it is and stuff. But anyway, the real I guess the real, the real point, I, I just sort of got onto that because 
because the X factor to me is what turns somebody that you're dating into your girlfriend or it turns them into your person or your significant other. Now I'm never going to introduce somebody as my significant other or as my person. <laughs> right, right, right. Does, of course, of course, but, but in your head, yeah, yeah, but you know, what, what, where does, where does it go from, you know, you enjoying, you know, enjoying an activity or two with the person or, yeah. some meals or some different things with the person to, you know, I really, you know, could see this, per, you know, see the potential of this person being that partner, that secret mm -hmm. yeah. spot, you know, um, that, that person that, you know, you find yourself thinking about when you're not together. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're yep. excited, you know, that you're excited to spend time with, um, you know, that, that makes you, you know, makes you happy. You know, what the, the real reason, yeah, the real reason I put this, uh, uh, we put this topic of the X factor on the list is that I guess one of the things that my travels and our journeys have, have uh, taught us is that the worst thing you can do, I think, is settle. And for, for whatever the reasons are. And so, um, I mean, I can think of a person who had the X factor all over the place, which is um, a woman I dated in college. And it was, for me, it was love at first sight. And I can't explain it, but man, it was rockets and fireworks and the whole thing. And uh, we dated for a little while, but it didn't, it didn't launch the way I wanted it to. And, and she, you know, she broke things off. I've never forgotten her. And, you know, we met up some years later, you know, socially and stuff, and it was still there. And, um, and that for me, the woman has the X factor just all over the place. And, but by contrast, I got a friend of mine who uh, dated this guy and I swear to God. Now my friend, I have to say, I will describe as being very interesting, very intelligent, very personable, you know, just a wonderful person inside out up, whatever. I would not say that she is what I would call conventionally attractive. Okay. Um, and so she has some self-esteem issues and, um, and, and she introduced me to this guy that she met on a dating app and I met, I met him and he'd like flown in from another city, which I, you know, it was always sort of a very sketchy situation, but I met the guy and I spent like 15 or 20 minutes, you know, meeting him. And then of course she said, on Monday wanted to know what I thought. And I said, well, um, he seems to have had a pulse, <laughs> you know, and, you know, honestly, I, I just, she, and I told her, I said, you can do so much better than us, you know? And, and I said, the only thing worse than if you want to be partnered with somebody and you don't want to be alone, I get it, but worse than those things 
settling for the wrong person that is going to be in your life day in and day out. And what winds up happening, right, is if you settle for somebody who's not really who you want and not really what you want, then you're going to spend all your time trying to shape them or herd them into who and what you want. And that never ends well. So um, I guess the reason, real reason, like we dialed up the X factor as a, is you got to hold out for the X factor, I think. I mean, you really do. Yet you just have to keep at it and just hold out for the X factor. In, in the same token, you also need to, you know, realize what your, you know, what your negotiables and non-negotiables are too. It kind of gets back to, you know, those deal breakers. In, in a sense also, you know, as, as we get older and as we've had more relationships in the rear view mirror and more life experience, you know, we're not as idealist. I mean, on some level we're, we're idealistic, but in the same token, you know, all of us have, you know, some, some, some road wear to yeah. us. You know, so, so the thing is, you know, what I think the biggest thing is, is the compatibility issue and, and, you know, your communication with that person and how, you know, how you connect on that emotional level and that, Mm -hmm. and that mental level with them, you know, in terms of, in terms of all of that. But then the other thing is, you know, that toothpaste cap on versus toothpaste (laughs) cap off, things like that, you know, is, is that going to be, you know, your deal breaker? Because there are certain things too, that, you know, everything can be there. Mm -hmm. And that one thing, you know, know, it's funny. So there's a, there's an actor or not actress. She's a singer, performer. You probably know her name is Judy Collins, right? Yep. She's, she goes back to the sixties. She's like 80 now. And I've always been a big fan. I love her music. And, and um, I was reading a short interview she did with somebody and she's been married to somebody for, I think 25 years. And uh, she said, what, or she was asked, what's the secret to, to happy, to your happy marriage. And she said, separate sleeping quarters. <laughs> and I thought, you know, to your point about what our deal breakers are and the toothpaste thing, um, somebody, uh, I forget where I saw this, but somebody said about moving in, you know, like they've moved in and, and apparently, you know, some one of them squeezed the toothpaste from the middle and the other one from the from the the bottom and and the way they uh rather than try to change the other person they just each had their own tube of toothpaste (laughs) which i think is the kind of solution that you come to when you're our age maybe not necessarily when you're 24 (laughs) but right 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 but you know, it's, it's, um, so I have been guilty, I think a few times of reaching out to somebody on a dating app 
who was um, uh, who I found physically attractive, right? And as I looked at their profile, I wondered if we would have enough in common, you know, but there was something about their, I don't know, I think some people, men and women have these sort of physical, like these attributes in another person that sort of ring their bell a little bit, you know, and yeah. And, and it's just natural. It's just part of being human, I think. And, but I think we can make a mistake by, you know, dating somebody just because of that attribute. And, and um, you know, particularly physical attribute. And, and so I, I've been guilty a couple of times of going to have coffee with somebody and, you know, talking to them, getting to know them because of some physical attribute that I, that rang my bell. And, um, and I think one of the great compliments that I've ever had, and I've, I can think of twice where it happened, where I met somebody, it seemed great, and we continued to text a little while. And then in both cases, the person, the other person, like said, yeah, I don't think this is really going to work. And you know what they said to me? They what? said, I don't think I'm interesting enough for you. <laughs> Okay. And I, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting and really great compliment. I don't, I'm not patting myself on the back. The, that I'm so terribly interesting, you know, that I, I don't know how interesting I am, uh, but you know, I'm very invested in the arts. I go, I go to theater all the time or live music or art galleries and openings and things like that a lot. That's a lot of my free time. Right. And, and, and I think some people that I've met where that all comes out, it's like, wow, I don't, I don't live that way. You know, like I, I did, I went out a couple of times with a woman last year who like she had been to two plays in her life, you know, she's in her fifties. Yeah. And you know me, I mean, I, I'm in theater all the time, you know, right. it's uh, so so that was one of those like complete and utter disconnects. Like she literally after a couple of dates didn't feel like she was able to comfortably participate in the stuff I was interested in, you know, right, in, right. talking and engaging conversation. And so you, you, so you might add, why was I going out with her in the first place? I found her attractive. <laughs> it's, you know, it's bad on me. It's like, I guess I, you know, I, uh, relationship had ended. And so I, you know, I, I went back on the app and, and, you know, but, but I think it, it does behoove us to put a little more into uh, who we're going to meet up with and who we're going to invest that time with and that they should be legitimate, like, like really be honest with yourself. Like, is this personal legitimate candidate you know, to be with long term, if that's what you're looking for, or are you just kind of giving into the moment and, you know, maybe some, maybe you find them handsome or attractive or, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's a, that's just a take based on my journey is, uh, is hold out for the X factor because it's worth it. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's, it's maybe this is a good time. Uh, do you, do you want to talk at all about like the people that we're involved with now just, or should we leave, should we put, should we put protective uh, tape around those, those people and, and the current relationships? <laughs> you know, uh, your, your, your call. I mean, you know, um, I, I've been seeing the person that I'm involved with for, you know, for this point, six months or so, mm -hmm. you know, and um, really enjoy his company, really look forward to seeing him, um, mm -hmm. think about him when we're not together. So, I mean, all of, all of those X factor things mm -hmm. seem to seem to be there. Now there were, you know, there were for me some, um, some red flags or things that I would normally have avoided um, in meeting, in meeting somebody. Um, and I overlooked those and went out with him mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that I did, you know, things for me, like, you know, I'm an empty nester at this mm -hmm. point yeah. and he, you know, he still has minor children. Okay. You know, um, so I am allergic to cats. Mm -hmm. He has two cats. Do, 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 you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So things like that, that, you know, I feel he is long-term potential. Mm -hmm. And I've been going through, you know, getting allergy shots. That's you know, because, yeah. because I feel like, you know, for me to really commit and be in a committed, meaningful relationship, there's got to be that give and take. And I, I couldn't ask somebody to give up, you know, yeah. their pets, just like I wouldn't want somebody to ask me to give up mine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if there's going to be a possibility for a future it can't just be one-sided it's got to be my being able to spend time at that person's home also yeah I, that it, makes sense it does i it's interesting you said that because i have two cats and uh my the person i'm involved with for a couple of months now uh said that uh, uh she was allergic to cats and but she has been to my house and no effect no no allergic effect and and so i you know i think my own allergy history tells me that sometimes we're allergic to certain things we're allergic to when we're younger we grow out of it and and i think maybe that's what happened with her but you know it, it's funny i i was uh i i matched if you will with her for a couple of reasons one she um <laughs> I'm, I'm reluctant to say that she she does actually have a certain physical attribute that that always gets my attention when the pictures go by. <laughs> but then as i read her profile and she described herself as a sapiophile and 
she was very interested in the in the arts and and things like that and so i i met you know i i hit a thing and so we matched we started talking and um uh and that led to that led to a meeting and uh it's funny i i i broke a rule so we met over this was the, within my rules of the first meeting. We met at a coffee shop, public place. And I said, um, I had allocated like an hour. And after that meeting, I was uh, going off to a play um, to see that afternoon. And we got, I got to the end and I, the, the time where I was going to have to go. And I said, um, and I broke my rule and I said, and she broke her rule too. I said, you know, I, I have to go to this play and um, uh, I would have asked you if you were interested, except that I thought it was, you know, sort of a weird first date to, you know, to be committed to a play and all this kind of thing. Um, but if you don't have anything else going on and you like to go, you know, and she said, yes. <laughs> and so she she wound up getting into my, you know, we, we, instead of taking two cars, you know, we took my car and then I, I, afterwards I drove her back to, to her car and, and we went in our separate, separate direction. So it was a little bit of an unusual first date, but, um, uh, but to your point, it's like, yeah, it, it, I feel like I've, I've done enough dating now that I'm really only looking for somebody who has the X factor and she, she definitely does. And so we'll see, we'll see where it goes from there. Just because you meet somebody as the X factor doesn't mean that something can't go awry, you know, down, down the road. But, but uh, anyway, it looks like after a lot of journeying, we were, we're both in a good place um, yeah. with, with our, with our X factors. You know, I, I have a friend of mine in New Jersey where I grew up who refers to the person with the X factor and the person that you think you want to partner with as your lobster have you ever heard that no yeah she like i get a text from her i i don't know where the, the the where that derives from but she says um in a text she says i hope she's your lobster and she describes the boyfriend that she moved in with as her lobster i don't, I don't know what that's about so <laughs> i have no idea maybe it's a jersey thing i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> what are what are lobsters mating habits oh that, you know i don't know unless it unless it's uh because a lobster i think maybe it's because i'm not sure why this is but a lobster seems to have special status in the dining thing like right if you like a lobster is not something most people get willy-nilly like they get lobster, they do lobster for like special occasions, right? And right. Maybe that's it. I'll have to ask her where that, where that. Yeah, I'd be curious. <laughs> I think our listeners would yeah. be curious. I will like, shed what light does that on mean? The, I'll shed light on the lobster reference. Um, or maybe, you know, we'll start to, we'll, in our next episodes, maybe we'll take some calls from people that we know who have been through the, the online dating wars and I'll, I'll dial her in. And I'll ask her to explain the lobster reference and so we can start to bring people into it. Yeah. Anyway, I think that wraps up the X Factor episode number four. And um, 
we will uh, be recording more episodes. Um, we, uh, we have not decided yet what number five is going to be, but stay tuned. And I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast if you uh, like what you hear so far. And um, we intend to be uh, on and do maybe as many as 20. We'll see um, what happens after that. But we definitely have a list of 20 um, on our pre-production list that we brainstormed because um, there's a lot. And actually, you know, I take back, we did discuss a little bit. So episode five coming up it, uh, is going to be uh, David and Adrian's war stories. We're going to tell little stories um, about our most interesting debacles in online <laughs> Oh, wow. Of which, of which we have a couple. And that's really what we wanted to do. We wanted to tell our stories and uh, without naming names and, and to have the experiences add up to a better, smarter perspective about dating in your 50s. So anyway, thank you, Adrian, for another good episode. And uh, prepare those war stories for episode number five. I'm David Kiley. For Adrian Lenhoff, you've been listening to Dating for the 50 Plus Crowd. And until next time.